0: Head on over to Patreon at lorehammerlistenerlore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy! Welcome back to Lorehammer Listen to Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, I'm your host Mark, and joining me we got got Rayway. Welcome.
2: Hey, I'm back. Welcome <laughs> back, welcome back.
0: Yes. We were kind of going over like laurels in the Discord and stuff, and like, you've been on a lot of episodes. Somebody posted, and there's was a lot.
1: I don't even know how many I've been on. I, I don't think I've been on as many as... Oh man, how many have I been on? I think, I know I'm like... Maybe at six. I think this makes seven. That's I nice. Someone some can count for me. I don't want I don't want to do I don't
0: want to do the math right now. <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta look out chatbots coming for your record. So I know, right? <laughs> it's okay, I'll kill it. <laughs> cool. So this is you. submitted by Matt and it is called Templar. I'm excited. I'm assuming it's a black Templar one. Yeah.
1: Or the White Templars. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Siegfried's massive figure stood atop, atop the cliff, watching the vast regiment of the Imperial Guard stretch out below him in a massive column, disappearing over both horizons. His armored form was something to behold for the men below, the light of the world's dual stars glinting off his jet-black power armor as he stood almost motionless. As he slowly breathed, his, breathed, his armor's massive, many servos quietly whined and chattered adjusting the height and angle of all the individual pieces of his armor to match the rhythm of his body's motions. These adjustments were so small that most were almost invisible to the untrained eye. Though the red glowing lenses of his helmet, his superhuman eyes picked up every single motion happening in the column below him. A guard's nose was itchy, causing it to twitch. A man's rifle was weighing too heavy on his arm, and he had to uh, minorly adjust against his shoulder. Another man's boots were too tight, causing to shift his gait ever so slightly to avoid further chafing. He had no reason to take any of this in, but it was part of who he was. He couldn't help it. It was in his. It was what. It was what his mind, his organs, every piece of him was built to do: survey every environment for any possible threats. Total awareness, despite his subconscious observations. Right now, there is no threat, and on some level, he knew this. Peace was a rare and sometimes impossible thing for a spaceman to find themselves experiencing. For Siegfried, it made him uncomfortable, or at least as close to uncomfortable as a transhuman's consciousness could feel. He was a weapon built solely for the purpose of ridding the galaxy of the enemies of the Imperium of Man the heretic, the Xeno, the demon any foul disease that would try to poison the health of the empire. But in these rare circumstances where there was nothing to burn, rip, or crush, he could feel every inch of his enormous physique growing impatient. And so he would observe whatever there was for him to observe, which in in this case were the columns of guard moving forward below him. This was one of the simple pleasures he had found in his now near immortal life though he knew better than to speak of it to any of his sword brothers. And though he did not like to indulge himself, the fact of the matter was he enjoys watching humans for whatever reason. Perhaps it was a result of some small distant part of his psyche reaching out from the past towards something familiar, or perhaps it was out of genuine curiosity for something that now seems so alien to him. He was once a human, more years ago than he could remember, his name wasn't always Siegfried. It was something else. Though he could not recall what. And though under his helmet he had a human face, it was now worn from battle and experience. His face was a tapestry of deep scars and almost acting as a map detailing the numerous crusades he had undergone. And his forehead was proudly worn with three silver service studs pressed into his unbreakable skull. His head was shaved down to the skin and he wore and he wore tattoos of catechisms and liturgies lining his scalp. It was a face of a member of the Adeptus Astartes, not a human. But every, but every now and then, he would haphazardly catch his own reflection in puddles of water on some war-torn hellscape or an reflective surface of marble or granite aboard, aboard his chapter's battle barge. And he would almost see a human staring back at him, his blue eyes, his soft pink lips, the way his jaw was squared off at the chin or that his nose sharply everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time
2: and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6.
1: Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba 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 Cut out. Cut out from his face. And in these rare seconds, he couldn't help but wonder if they, were hum- if they were human somewhere who had all those same features. A brother or sister. A mother and a father. And he had no recollection of a family or even a home of any... Or of a home anymore. His sword brothers were his family. His balabard was his home. However, during the short hours in which he slept, he would often find himself lost in dreams of some primal world, a place where the light of the emperor seldom touched. And in these dreams, he could see faces like his, blue eyes like his, staring back at him through laughter and tears. And it was only in these dreams that he was able to experience what fear was or sadness. Or happiness and although they were so vividly felt by him in his dreams when he awoke they were nothing more than vague recollections and that it wasn't able to place anywhere and what little of these dreams he was able to hold on to he was unsure if they were real or not if they were deeply rooted memories of a time and place where he may have had a family and a home or if they were just fictions created by his ancient and fragmented mind as a way to piece together some sense of self. Ultimately, it mattered not to him. They were, in the grand scheme of things, distractions to his one purpose, just the little pleasures he derived from observing the strangely familiar faces and mannerisms of the guards of the guardsmen were. As he pulled his mind away from the guard below, a Thunderhawk shuttle swooped it, swooped low out of the cloud cover above, of. soaring over his head signaled that it was time for him. To move on to whatever battlefield needed him next.
0: That was a cool story.
1: <sighs> uh, I
0: really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was quick. I feel like uh, this was like an intro to like a character RPG. Like uh, this is somebody's character that he could play. Like he didn't really tell us his story. It was basically all just like describing the guy, describing his backstory, kind of describing a little bit of his thought process on things.
1: Yeah, I agree. It sounds. It sounds like a very, it sounds very well written in that it sounds like how I would imagine a space Marine to feel Yeah. like it seems like, like, that's what I would imagine a space Marine would feel like there was jokes in the discord about, Oh, I'm a space Marine. I have no real character. I don't have a childhood or anything, but it sounds like whoever wrote this, Matt, he seems like he has like a general, like good understanding of like what a space Marines like psychology would be.
0: Yeah. Yeah because they're not just like trans humans they're also like so indoctrinated and like you know there's so many layers to it that make them who they are kind of the maybe not bland characters that we see but kind of sometimes one-dimensional
1: yeah yeah there's there's definitely a one-dimensionality to
0: them that i yeah like you can appreciate but like it isn't doesn't make it super enjoyable yeah and and like here's the thing like you you read a story about a space marine painting a picture and you're like where's your power armor buddy don't you have a sword and some heretics to deal with or something
1: you know <laughs> hey, it's okay there's a thousand of them in a chapter i'm sure one of them is on break
0: yeah yeah okay <laughs>
1: well there did you ever see um gw i think it was they released the uh daily routines of a space
0: marine or whatever yeah i have seen some of those before it's like
1: 15 minutes of break time a day and it's like some chapter masters do not allow break time and i'm just like holy shit
0: (laughs) yeah and they're on that hobbit meal plan too where it's like they eat 14 times a day i know and i'm just like jesus christ i mean you're eating and then you're training
1: and then you're (laughs) meditating and then you're praying and then you're eating and then you're training and maybe there's a break in there and i'm just like holy fuck
0: yeah, yeah. The break from the, from the monotony of the chapter house is going to a war-torn battlefield. That's
1: I your, know, right? Well, it sounds like thinking. a night where it's just like, you spend a day reading all these histories.
0: It's like, please,
1: just give me a chainsaw or a flame or something. God.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Well, that was a very cool story. I liked it. I really did like reading kind of the description. Like, I feel like I got who this character is, even though I know nothing about what he's up to, you know, but I know him.
1: I know him as a person, and that's what matters.
0: Exactly. My sweet little Templar. Yes,
1: yeah, an eight-foot-tall superhuman of
0: mass murder. <laughs> uh, Cool. If you guys have lore you want to submit, uh, go to at gmail.com. I guess that's just, you can't go there. There's nowhere to go. It's just a fucking Hotmail account. So, <laughs> yeah. Going into his account. Yeah. It takes it- money. Yeah, but if you're all hyped to, like, go somewhere now, go to Patreon, go to Lorehammer Listener, throw me a buck, it really helps out. Uh, Rayway, thanks for joining me. No problem, see you guys. See ya, adios. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode.
2: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then